Hi, everybody. On behalf of everyone here at Los's Lounge Podcast, and when I say everyone, I mean the 25 people living in my head, because I'm the only motherfucker here, you know? Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy celebrating the birth of Christ. All of it. No matter what you celebrate, even if you don't, enjoy the holiday season because life is short. We've all had a crazy 2020. Yes. And we deserve to smile a little bit. So this is going to be a really short one just to say, hey, are you smiling today? Do you feel good? Count your blessings, even if it's just one, two, or three little things. Start there, and I promise you, positivity, listen, because you got to pull in what you put out. You know what I mean? So spread some love. It's the Brooklyn way, as Christopher Wallace would say. And thank you so much for listening to Losa's Lounge Podcast. You know, Jasmine, I'm here. Oh, what's up, baby? I'm here uh, live at the lounge, and I'm doing the Where Was I 10 Years Ago episode. And so when I think about 10 years ago, I think about you. And how you came into my life 10 years ago. And it's really one of my favorite parts, wouldn't you say? See, this is why I don't call nobody on the podcast live because people people abuse their privileges. <laughs> Ten years ago, I met my cousin Julio's wife, and ironically, I'm closer to her than him. Um, I also, ironically, I'm closer to her than, well, other than Melanie and Sasha, than anyone in this family. <laughs> and so, how how can you, if you can describe these last ten years with me in three words, what three words would you pick? If you can describe these last 10 years with me in three words, what three words would you decide to pick? Um, funny, crazy, and iconic. Ooh, I was going to say loyal, but okay. But I'll take iconic too. Yes, 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 yes. And ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't figured it out, this is incredible Jasmine all the way from New York. So Jasmine's on my FaceTime right now, and it looks like if, if she's at a grocery store, and it looks like a really bougie grocery store. I don't know where she... Oh, are you at Whole Foods? I'm in Brooklyn. Are oh, you in Brooklyn? Yo, shout out to Brooklyn. <laughs> Yo, that's my hometown. Jasmine, how you feeling in Brooklyn right now? I feel like home. Talk that Brooklyn talk. You, you, you packing right now? You strapped? I'm always strapped. Yo, I like that. That's the type of shit that get my dick hard. All right, now, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry, baby. I know we family. I ain't supposed to talk to you like that. I ain't supposed to talk to you like that. I ain't supposed to talk to you like that. I'm gay. I love the dick. But listen, I'm going to let you go. And I just want to say 10 years ago, I met you and I love you. And also, I love my cousin Julio. Shout out to Q Streets. Shout out to Fifth Street Management and all of it. But most of all, shout out to you, Jasmine. Bye, y'all. Get off my phone. I love you. Love you more. Hey, everybody. Happy holidays. And it's Los, the LOS. I do not own the rights to the music. Hey, Trinata. Hey, and it feels so good. Vibes and sounds and... I'm feeling myself today. Well, let me tell you why. 
Harry introduced me to Prosecco. Fabulous. $20 of love. $20 of love in a bottle. Are you kidding me? And, and let me tell you why. You know what I'm saying? We're Henny drinkers. I don't know if anybody else is, but we, we love our Hennessy. Yeah, man. Oh, yes. Nice and chilled in the glass. Oh, yes, baby. We can kill a pint of Hennessy like it ain't none of your motherfucking business. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Do you have a drink? What's your favorite drink? Let me know. I'm on Twitter at Los Lounge. I'm also on Instagram at Los Lounge underscore podcast. Or you can call 413-475-9575. Let me know what your favorite drink is. We love a good Hennessy. We love a good, um, oh, oh, excuse me. I just burped. <laughs> Oops. That's one for the blooper reel. Um, damn it, Harry. What's the name of the beer that you always buy with the mule on it? The new, new, new Jack city, New York city. I don't know. Something about a city. There's a city and there's a mule. And why is there a mule in the city? That's nor here nor there. That's going to be probably figured out on the next episode. We're going to work on that for you here at the lounge. But speaking of the lounge, I want to say something. The lounge is a space for everyone to come. It doesn't matter if you're 18, 19, 20. It doesn't matter if you're 21, 25, 32, 68, 78. We all have one thing in common is that we all have uh, the love of life, the love of music, the love of good conversation and thought-provoking conversation. Or maybe you're completely someone who doesn't, you're someone who doesn't, completely think like me or we, we can be bi we can be polar opposites i almost said bipolar i gotta stop drinking god damn shout out to the, the <laughs> i'm a little tipsy on this episode i'm sorry <laughs> oh man a big shout out to the whole world this holiday season but let's get back to it we might be polar opposites you understand what i'm telling you um maybe you just tuned into this podcast because you enjoy the energy off of it thank you i appreciate you yo and to my straight allies especially my male straight allies respect to you kings i gotta tell you my best friend is an alpha straight black black and puerto rican strong intelligent doesn't play that shit brother um and he comes from that too um and i just there's no point to me saying this but love is love and I think that humanity still exists. And when people find things in common and when they can relate or when they can see the humanity in you and not put a label before your face, it's a beautiful feeling. And I wanted to honor the, the whole entire Hill family for that. And anyone who who is um, an ally in the LGBTQ plus community, the trans community, trans lives do matter. And I, I feel like especially a lot of... Um, white men who are out there advocating who, who who feel love is love in all respects and who don't have racism in their heart i want to give them a shout out as well too but i definitely want to give a shout out to brianna taylor brianna taylor because she's not here this christmas george floyd ahmaud Aubrey, elijah mcclain trayvon martin tamir rice sandra bland i can keep going on and on and on and on and on and on I want to honor my strong, beautiful, black and brown brothers and sisters. I want to 
shout out humanity. We're all one family, one race, and that's called human. And somewhere along the line, some motherfucker decided to split that. So I don't know how I got into this, but this might just be called the tipsy episode. I don't know, because I'm feeling nice. Oh, fuck. There goes structure right off the window. How we doing? How we doing? Let me take a sip. Hold on. 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 Please hold. And here we go. Mmm, que rico. So I'm trying to get a guest right now as we speak at the lounge. Bear with me. Let's see if we can dial him in. Ladies and gentlemen, assuming he's not busy, please hold. So yeah, so this episode, I guess, has no fucking structure. You can blame the Prosecco. Cheap and cheerful. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Mom. If you're listening, I love you. You are my, my everything. You are the love of my life. Mom and Daddy, you are everything. And so the guest that we were looking to have come on has actually just left the house right now. I'm going to leave that person's name a surprise when they get back. They'll hit me. I dig it. I dig it. Let's see. Give me one second. Ooh. Turn this up, DJ. Patronata. Right now, my boy, shout out to Freddy. Freddy, this is your Facebook Live. Ah, you stopped it. Shout out to Freddy R. SciTech. Brother, what's up? You need to come to the lounge and talk to me, man. Would love to have you. I don't know if you listen to this or not, but big shout out to Freddy R. Freddy R. Let me tell you about Freddy R. I'm not going to say your whole government. Um, Freddy R. Lived in Duggan Projects, where I was raised. And, um, hold on, let me sip on this fucking Prosecco. Holla back. It's just so beautiful tasting. You know why I love Prosecco? Because the buzz of it, it gets me amped. It gives me energy. It makes me fun. Not that I'm not fun without it. But do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's... Because sometimes you... You know what? Let me... Let's get back to Freddie. Sorry. See? This is the problem. I need to like a... Harry, where are you at? I need you to hurry up and arrive. Um, Freddie used to live in the projects. Freddie uh, was like that one boy you want to chill with. But you, you don't... He's so... He looks so... He First of all, he was so unapproachable. I'm sorry, Freddie. I love you in 2020. I really do. So I'm throwing my roses to you. I'm throwing my roses. But let me throw my shade first. Because... Before the roses can bloom. <laughs> no, I'm not throwing you shade, puppy. Um, and, you know, um, two different people, he and I, uh, probably still two different people, right? Um, and so the great thing about Freddie is just like the unapproachable boy that you wanted to hang out with in high school. Um, and you didn't. But Freddie, 2020, and as we've reconnected on um, Facebook... Uh, is just like, you just want to hug them and just say, oh my God, I'm so fucking proud of you. Like, you just want to like, 
protect them, put them in a bubble. Um, so I hold them in that regard because um, I know that if I ever hung out with him or spent proper time with him, like uh, we would get along so great. Like, and uh, you know what? You know what's funny? Why is Janet moaning in the background right now? Didn't we just do the Janet episode? This is the music playing automatically, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do this. Switch it up, Janet. Speaking of Janet, um. I want to shout out, because uh, I was just saying this, the, the, the straight ally community. I really, maybe I have daddy issues. <laughs> no, listen, I was raised with women. So every time, like, in my life, every time a strong male figure came and stood, I latched on because I didn't really have that. Sorry, daddy. No shade. Um, dad, you made up for it in my adult life. Believe me, you. But growing up, I didn't have that. My brothers were older. My brothers are two knuckleheads. Uh, Benjamin, I love you. Um, he lives in Denver. And then Jerry lives out here in Springfield. Uh, mm-hmm. Jerry, you know I love you. I just don't like you right now. And if anybody needs a reference, I need you to tune back to the 2020 episode. Um, and I'm not afraid to say that. See, you can have family you love because your family you'll always love, but you don't like. And when your energies don't match, well, it, it is what it is. Not my fault. Not my fault. Aunt Wendy, you taught me too much. But get back to Freddie. So Freddie is so cool. And we've talked privately in a Facebook messenger. And what we've talked about is, is really dope. Uh, briefly, not not anything intensive or anything like that, but um, I appreciate your growth, Freddie. Um, and so, whenever you can, come on to the lounge. Uh, my partner and I will cook you dinner here at the house. Right now, if my partner is listening, he's probably thinking, "Bitch, what? Who signed up for cooking?" <laughs> no, but I, I love my male figures. Look at me and Harry. I mean, Harry and and Rick. Before there was a Harry, there was a Rick, and there still is Rick. And I don't mean that in a in a catty way. But just to kind of give you some context uh, into my life and into who I am. I almost just dropped my phone. Um, so I really latch on to that. I really latch on to my male figures. I don't have a lot of gay best friends because at some point or another, they all backstab me. Um, and that's just always happened throughout the years, even when I was 19, 20. So it's okay. Or they all just kind of just flake out. And I don't have time for that. Um, or we're just on that same energy. But there's something always about, and it's not about um, putting a label about bi, straight, gay friends, whatever. It's just, I'm just trying to give you context as to how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of give you detail. Because human, we're all fucking human, bro. God is unconditional. God is love. He loves us all, man. And so um, we're all human, but I'm just trying to give you details and context. So, with that said, um, yeah, definitely one of the people that I would love to um, connect with. Uh, and and, and I, I value my straight friends. I really, really do. My straight male friends, my straight allies. Harry, I talk about him all the time. I mean, he's on the show all the time. Rick, you heard him on the Fuck Cancer episode. Rick has been with me since 2005 and has... Rick is family. Rick is... Priceless. I'll say that. Rick is priceless. And I love you, pretty Ricky. You are my brother. Um, anyways, let's take a commercial break. 
because, uh, well, I think my glass needs a refill. Oh, and I'm having metal fly at me. <laughs> um, anyways, um, this is the rambling tipsy episode. No structure, no thought process, just vibes, baby. Feeling groovy, baby. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy we're still alive. Holla back. Janet. It's all at the lounge. Hey. It's all at the lounge. All at this motherfucking place I call the lounge. Where we just gather and hang around and talk that talk. That kitchen table talk. That soulful talk. And we walk the walk. Oh, wait a minute. Janice started singing. I gotta shut up. In three, two, one, commercial. So there's only a few artists, uh, M- Madonna included, you know, Janet, Mike, uh, several. There's several artists where, to me, you can't put them in a box. And they're not they're just not confined to a space. You can't have expectations for what the album may sound like. Um, to me, they are genre defining. They they kind of they're the definition of kind of creating your own lane. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, off the wall to me, even though the heart is there in thriller as well, and you know, you can hear the dedication and the work that they did, sure. they don't sound alike to me. You know what I'm saying? From sure. Janet's control album as we were just speaking to to this album, Janet, they don't sound alike. You know what I'm saying? They they know how to set the trend. And then while everyone is on that trend for five years or however long that trend lasts, they're on two other trends. And then we're going to catch up to them at some point. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Really, bro, this, I mean, can you think of another artist that's kind of like that? I think Hove is kind of like that too. You know, Hove kind of, you know, he sets trends for whatever the era he's in. You know, to me, he doesn't really have albums that sound too much alike. You know, pretty much. There's, there's only a few artists Prince. that can do that. Prince, definitely. David Bowie. Okay. There's more, I just can't think yeah. of. Yeah. I mean, even, you know, it's, it's more of a newer artist, but Kendrick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. His albums sound nothing alike to me. They, they, he, sure. he, he set a trend with each one, man. Hmm. Was not confined to any space, and it was kind of hard to have expectations with with his album. So you didn't know what you was gonna get. I know I was getting lyrics. You know what I'm saying? I know yeah, I was getting that you shit. You were gonna get the core consistency of why you fell in love, but you didn't know in which way. Yeah, I get that. I understand that. I, I think. How do you feel about this take? And I don't. I can't remember if we've ever spoke about him, so I'm guessing you you're gonna agree with this. Uh, it could be wrong though. I don't put Eminem in that box. I, I think there was a time when Eminem possibly did set the trend, or he was doing something different and out of the box. But I think his last few attempts at albums—they're confined. Like the they're confined album? to I a space. Murdered uh, music to be murdered by. Yeah, the whole Alfred Hitchcock thing was dope. It, but I think, and he <laughs> even says it. Saying, he was trying to just show you he can rap better on trap beats than you can. You know what I mean? But that's not setting a trend to me. 
That's you doing better at a specific trend. You know, Kanye, Kid Cudi, those are artists that set trends with each album. They're doing something different that other people are going to follow. So how do I feel about Eminem? Yeah, I, how do you... I would agree with you. Yeah? I don't see him as like this, um, like he's a prolific lyricist. Right, right. But I wouldn't say like prolific in the sense... Like someone said before um, on a podcast, or maybe it was Joe Budden at some point, it was like, yeah, I don't know who it was. You're never going to hear like, like M is one of those respected top 10 MCs, yeah. But it's like at the same time, you'll always put... Ten other ones before him. At sometimes it feels Joe like said, Joe said that. Joe said that, Joe right? Said because that. you'll never walk into a club and hear an M song bumping, you know. But then you can't really, you can't. Uh, yeah, to answer your question, yes, you're right, bro. The last I song I remember going into the club that had Eminem on it was with Nate Dogg. Shake that. Oh, Akon. Akon. Was that Akon? Yeah, 2006, 2007. He had another one with Nate Dogg though. I think was also dope in the club. It was something about ass. Right. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I mean, he's not that type of hip-hop artist. I mean, no one gets the party started with an Eminem song. You go to an Eminem album for lyricism. You go for bars. You go for cadences. You go for workplace. You really go for a lot of workplace because he's really brilliant at it. Um, no, I couldn't agree more. But, oh, this song you talking about? It's Nate Dogg. Yeah, yeah it's an Akon, yeah. right? Yeah. Shake that song. But you're right, Akon does have a shake that up on the floor. Yeah. Shake that. Yeah, I don't go to Eminem for that. I, I go to Eminem for like. Yeah, show me what you, what you, what's the M you go to? You know what I'm saying? Like, when I go to Eminem, I always start off here. More so than the first album. For example, just a little baby boy, my mama used to tell me these crazy things. To tell me my daddy was an evil man. She used to tell me he hated me. And then I got a little bit older and I realized she was the crazy one. You know Dre did this beat. This shit is just too clean, man. And it's the first song on the album. Let me let you know what you're about to get into. You got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm fucking with this. Let me show you mine. Just give me 10 seconds. You don't gotta play the whole thing, but when I go to M, I, I play the infinite. Eminem, the infinite. That's that's my M right there. Oh, yeah, this is fire. <sighs> Woo! I'm sorry. Yeah. Give him your bag. Boom bad boy. Wow. 96. Never heard this before. I have to be honest with you. The album is is all this. The whole album is this. Is it really? 
Boom uh, back and I'm, I'm I just like this, but I'm Oh I'm glad I put you on to this because yeah. you'll like this. Yeah, this is like that bass line alone. Listen to that bass line world. I do not own the rights to the music. It's my very mob deep. It's very the infamous. Yeah, yeah, it's grimy. You know what I'm saying? It's grimy. Yeah, and again I don't own the rights to the music. Eminem and his respective parties do. Don't come suing me. What do you think right now? On earth. Top three female MCs right now, today. Go. Got you. Okay. So we're saying MCs. We're not saying artists, right? Or just female. Because Cardi is probably the number one female artist in the world right now. As but see, but that's the saying MC though is different to me. Drake might be one of the best artists, you know what I'm saying? But he ain't one of my favorite MCs. Yo, world, listen to the math. Y'all get what I'm saying. Los is a little slow on that, but... Drake, awesome artist. And you know, I can't stand Drake. Right. I can't stand Drake. But as a lyricist, as an MC, he's nowhere... He, what? He, ugh. He's not even... He's not. He's nowhere near to me. To me. He, he, he's not I'm just a great asking MC. for the just your top three, bro. I know, I know. Players. But it's, it's important, and now you're going to listen. Because uh, it's important. You know what I'm saying? And I know the world feels me on that. Um... <laughs> So Rhapsody is my number one. Yes. Uh, Speak you know, on it, Rap Rhapsody just woo. Speak on it. She King. she kills it. Uh, Speak on it, King. I'm really. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I listen to her album a lot. Um, man, I wish I could say Nicki, but not right now. Not right now. And, uh, what era of Nicki would you say was her greatest? Probably Pink Friday. You know what? I was or, shut or the pink, fuck up. No, nope. yeah. I'm gonna shake yeah. your hand on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just hollered at the Barb's King. I just hollered at the Barb's. I went on Nikki's page. It's so funny. To, like, I never do what? this. Oh no! Just to promote the podcast mm. because I feel like a lot of her audience would really identify with this podcast or enjoy it. Um, it's no surprise I'm a little Kim fan all day. That's just my era. But I love Nikki. So the further you said, I think I agree. Yeah. Blueprint, pink, pink print. Is pink it pink print? Pink print, yeah. pink print. Yeah, incredible body of work. Yeah, Nikki's that beast. And listen to what she did there. Nikki, she a loves beast. Hove. Her, so look at what she yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. The blueprint and just went to the pink, pink print. print. Like the marketing was always top notch for Nikki. The the pen was respecting other pens before her. Yep. Um. So yeah, Meg. Got to throw Meg in there. Before you before you continue, I just want to say. It was a period where I just was annoyed with Nikki. Same. Yeah. Same. Annoyed. Because I felt like, fuck, you're such a queen. You are that bitch. You don't have to address this shit. You don't have to come out a certain type of way. Same way, reason why I, I'm annoyed with Cardi B. I don't follow mm, her the way you do. Mm, I can't. Because mm. if you're a celebrity and if you're in a power position, <laughs> I miss the days of just saying less. Mm. There's a certain... Oh, yeah, so Nikki definitely isn't on your radar then because all she's been doing is just talking Well, stop. but Nikki's been giving a reason to, not to say that no one else had or Cardi hasn't been, but I just feel like Nikki didn't really start talking unless she was doing that on a record to that Queen Radio shit that she got going on, which is fabulous. I love it. Oh, I hated it. I hated it, but... 
We just, we, you know, I like that. It's it's your yeah. point of view though. Yeah, so I'm no, not, you know, like I'm not invalidating yeah. your point of view. I like when she gets on the mic and she just starts going in. Even though I'm in the back of my mind, I'm like, no, Nika, you're so much better than that. You, you know me, man. To. I like I like that Queen Latifah, Lauren Hill. Yes. I, I need more grace. I needed more grace, you know. Yes. Um, but Nikki doesn't follow. Rhapsody follows in that lane. Nikki follows in the Kim and Foxy lane, where well, even Foxy. I mean. I don't remember her always fucking responding to every little thing. You know what I'm saying? Nikki's Nikki's a goat. She's a goat for the generation. Yeah, yeah. Nikki's a goat. I'll give it to her because um, all the features, even just those. I mean, every feature up until now. I mean, everyone looks for Nicki Minaj to be on that track, and I like that. Ten years deep, and we're they're still hunting for Nicki Minaj. So her features are a one. Sometimes her features are better than her own songs, but we're not going to take away the. The, the you know the, the me and you know I'm not a staunch Nicki fan at yep, all. I yep. which which is fun, but I I think like now, all these years later, I'm like yeah, respect to the queen, respect to the queen. Okay, who's your third on your top three? So you have Rhapsody, yep. you have Meg, Meg. Um, man, it's funny because when we say right now, you know what's that what's that date range? You know what I'm saying? Well, like, it's like how we always say, yo, what's your favorite top top three MCs right now? You know how we always should. Spit that, yeah. and, it, and it changes. Yeah. So how you feeling right now? Rhapsody, Meg, and uh... I don't want to just throw some people out there that. I, no, I no, no. Take your time. For. Think about it. Take you your know. time. I can't put Cardi in there. She's more of an artist for me. Um, I, I, so I can't throw Cardi in there. I'm not throwing Nicki in there. Uh, you could throw Queen in there, Latifah, if you need to, or somebody from, the, you know, who you bumping Oh, no. Oh, I, th- like, I don't want you to time. limit this. All the time is Lauren, Queen, fucking... But right now, like, who's, and, who's, who's and, been and Kim. Yeah, but right been? now, though, nah, it's, it's Rhapsody and Meg who I've been, who I've been bumping. All right, so two. You know? Cool. I, I cool. can't... There's a shorty that I like. I just can't think of her name right now. That's all. That's all. That's all. World. I just. I. I can't think of the shorty's name. Hmm. Um. Starts with a D. I think. I don't know. But can't. These nuts. Okay. Talk out for you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back to the lounge, I want to because I did this on my own. I want to get into your 2020 because. Again, this is the no structure, we're tipsy episode. I'm tipsy. Um, but you were affected by COVID. Yeah. And I really want you to talk about that because it's all hoo-hahs and rah-rahs here at the lounge, but it also needs to be a stark reality of what could be. And you're a living example of that. So I think we need to really tap into that. And I want to really hear your perspective it's on tap. that. It's tap. So please, everybody, stay tuned for the shits and the giggles. But now let's get a little serious when we come back to the lounge listen to Harry and his story and his and Victoria's story as well uh, with COVID-19 in this 2020 world come on back you know when I created the lounge I wanted people to tune in, play it, connect to it, 
even if it's just three minutes of an episode that they connected and then they said, okay, I'm going to let this motherfucker slide and I'm going to come back. But one of the things we always keep it real with, even all this Prosecco glasses later. Oh, wait a minute. Cheers to you, King, by the way. Cheers Happy to you. holidays. Happy holidays. Sip that. Mm. Is that, um, and we talk about this at the lounge all the time, is what kind of year this was. COVID. And we didn't get into that. So, and I haven't got into it at the lounge. So, I get a text from Harry in March. No, maybe first week of April, second week of April. I have COVID. And everything just kind of like stopped. Because we weren't really too sure what was going on. We didn't know much about COVID. And it was just one of those things. And the ironic part is, and I don't know if I told you this in the conversation when, when I called you that day, was I remember seeing in WWLP the day before or the day prior to in West Springfield have COVID. And I always wondered after you told me that, was y'all there too? Mm, maybe, right? I don't know. Yeah. Um, and not saying it jokingly, but no, just... No. Uh, it just makes you wonder, like, wow, were those my two over there? Yeah. So, first of all, I can't lose you. Mm. I remember crying to Ramon right afterwards. And just even, I think I cried with you on the phone a little yeah. bit. And I just, yep. I broke because yep. it's just like in the blink of an eye. In the blink of an eye, someone can't be there. And I just, I would die without you, bro. All right, I keep going because I'm like an energizer bunny. But you understand what I'm saying? Like, my it's it's like having your skin ripped off. It's like part of your DNA being stolen from you. And so I want you to talk about what that was for you. What did you feel? How did you know? Just walk us through it. So And I love you. I, I gave it to my lady. I love you too, man. Um, and I sincerely mean that. Uh this is a. a, a an extremely mystical virus because, like you said, we didn't know much about it. Mm -hmm. So, all we heard were about the few things on the news, and even then, they weren't really sure um, about about anything. Maybe they were, but they weren't sharing. At least they weren't sharing the proper info. Uh, so. I gave it to my lady and I knew that I did because on day Wednesday, I noticed that I, I was, I slept for 24 hours almost. Like I just slept the entire day. I didn't wake up. I didn't even go to work. I had missed calls and everything. Like, I think I missed a meeting or something like that. And I just slept through the whole day until the next day. Right. And my, I don't remember this, but my lady said she woke me up several times. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't remember any of that, but I was, you know, Knocked the fuck out. Right. Woke right. up feeling like absolute dog shit. Right. Uh, my my breathing was okay. Like, it wasn't like... I, it was just super hard to breathe. It was more my body just shut down. Mm. So, it felt almost like the flu. But I've had the flu before. And this was, like, a couple times worse. You know what I'm saying? It was maybe three or four times worse. You know? And that's not hyperbole. Like, that's... Three or four times worse. Because my body, the aches, the joints... You know what I'm saying? All the way up into my, from my lower back to my hips, down to my knees, down to my ankles. Like, uh, it felt like 
I don't know if I'm a, if I'm gonna make this because you know another day goes by and more news always is coming out you know and for the first time I really started thinking about my mortality mm. you know and I never really thought too deep into that mm. and then I noticed the very next day I no longer can smell or taste and that's when I started to freak out. I didn't freak out when I felt like I had the flu-like symptoms. But once I noticed I couldn't smell or taste, that was really the shocker. That was the punch in the face. That was the, okay, so this is real. And the very next day, Vicky said the same thing. You know, I can't smell or taste. Um, she didn't so much sleep for 24 hours like I did. But she did have problems breathing and she has asthma. You know what I'm saying? Uh, chronic asthma. And it's funny, I used to, I had bronchitis a lot as a kid. You know what I'm saying? Several times. And um, I'm definitely not that person that's the, you know, has so many pre-existing conditions. So maybe that's why I did live because I, you know, I'm a pretty healthy person. You know what I'm saying? I exercise and all that. I will say good crazy side effect long term is that it's harder to work out now. Mm. It's much harder to work out now. Just breath control. It's mm -hmm. tough, man. It's tough. Um, I gotta. St I never stop when I run. You know, I run pretty much. I tried to run a 5K every day before COVID. You know, at least, you know, at least three and a half miles, three miles, at least three miles is what I was doing. You know, every other day. Bro, after a mile, I'm dying. You know, what I'm saying after running a mile, I'm just coughing and coughing and coughing. So, a couple of days after, Vicky is starting to get the flu-like symptoms. So she still can't taste. She still can't do any of that. And so she's like, you know what? My job is giving free uh, free COVID testing. Mm. Um, a couple of days has gone by. So I've already had it for about five days. Um, she's only had it for about three days. Sure. She gets tested. It's positive, obviously. Um, I call my mm. doctor and they weren't trying to test me. They were trying to say, oh, no, you definitely got it. If From the symptoms to you saying that your girl, your fiance tested positive. So you must have, you definitely have it. But... I was so like shook that mm. I was like, nah, I want to get tested anyway. Like, like, can we figure? I'll pay whatever. Right. So I want to yeah, get it. Yeah, like you want to know. So got it done. I was positive, and at that point, I took everything so serious. And I remember folks, not necessarily laughing at me, but just like, yo, look at the the dude with the, uh, look at the dude with the. With the latex gloves at the grocery store or something. You know what I'm saying? Um, Check one. I had the latex gloves. You know, I had the mask, obviously. But I, I, I was not fucking around. And this is like, you know, this is two weeks after. Because they told me that I can still be a vector. You can still be a vector for like up to 10 days. You're right. Yeah. So yeah. I was, you know, I, we had our parents dropping off any groceries that we needed if, if we needed. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's going to come in crazy on that. <laughs> um, so, no, you would just talk shit, that's all. Um, Robert's bomb. Get into it. So. Not the munchies. So that was crazy, man. That was, you know, I, I took it very serious and it wasn't for about until six months later when I started feeling okay with not wearing the gloves. Right. Um, How do you think you got it? I don't know, man. At that point, in early March, nothing was shut down. So it could have happened at getting a fucking hot dog at Nick's Nest, a chili dog. You know what I mean? It could have happened at the grocery store getting orange juice. I have no idea. 
could not tell you. Could not. They weren't doing what they're doing now. A lot of restaurants they have they they take your name and your number. Mm. You know what I mean? And they definitely weren't doing that before. So I have no idea. Um, my job was going crazy. You know, they they were like, who have you been in contact with? Da da da. I got to school and shit like that. But I was already uh, working from home, um, like weeks before I I, right. I I got it. So. Yeah, I worry about Vicky a lot because of that pre-existing condition, mm-hmm. that asthma. Um, you know, without getting political and all that, without getting too deep into it and shitting on our administration, a lot of this is preventable. That's the my the, my biggest takeaway from all of this. A lot of this is preventable, man. Over 300,000. And so now that we are at the end of the year, how do you feel about it now? Because God forbid you would have been one of those numbers. Now, at this point, I'm, or I'm, Victoria. Just, I'm angry. Now, at this point, I'm angry just because of uh, the lack of transparency, the lack of effort, uh, the lack of uh, just fucking compassion and empathy. You know what I'm saying? Just simple fucking principles. You know what I'm saying? Like, the lack of effort and empathy and compassion for people is insane, man. To, to see the senators that railed against not only taking a vaccine, but that COVID is a hoax and we have nothing to worry about. And what? why are we going to shut down the economy for, yeah. for this stupid thing that's not even as deadly as, you know, the fatality rate? You know, shut the fuck up. That, that's what I'm angry about because... Who was the first people in line to get the vaccine, Los? Those same fucking senators that railed against the vaccine and all of this, and now they're first in line. Are you kidding me? And 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 uh, Munch, M- 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 what's his name? M- the old. Oh my God, I can't stand Mitch him. McConnell. Mitch McConnell, oh, the fucking turtle. This piece of oh shit. Oh my God, if there was any waste of air, air, it would be him. Space. So now you got the vaccine, so now you want to block the unemployment benefits and all that for the people that... Come on, man. That's fucked up for people that are struggling right now. Like, they, But he's he's just an overall dick, and that's a whole other episode, but I don't want to waste breath on him. Nah, he's, he's satanic. And, it's and just... Oh, at that. God, yes. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I'm about that. to open another cookie in the name of that. Because not in the name of Satanism, just in the name of the fact that you speak the lie. Men like him... Don't deserve air. Sorry. And we're having some sugar cookies from Cheryl's Cookies. Cheryl's Cookies. For all of your sweet tooth desires, I just received an incredible birthday package from my cousin Jarida Reyes in Puerto Rico. I love you, mommy. And she sent me an incredible gift box of Cheryl's Cookies. Not only is it just cookies, but it specializes in so many other treats. I mean, I have six boxes of pre-diabetes calling my name. Mm. <laughs> is that type two? Yeah. Is that type two? Nothing yeah. like a good type two. Nothing like a type two. <laughs> so um, it's light, fluffy. Uh, it's sweet. Very airy. What but, did you grab? The sugar cookie. Right? Just sugar all around it. Sugar grains. Uh, definitely diabetes is white. And it's calling us with this cookie. Uh... A coffee would be fire. 
I could brew something. Not, not, I don't even know. I'm just saying. But later, right? Good compliment with this. Yes. It's Saturday. I could do coffee now. I just bought the Bustelo and I got filters. <laughs> Yo, y'all, y'all just gotta hit my man Los. No, no, don't do it. Not on air. Not on air. Not on air. Shut your mouth. And on Paper that note, <laughs> I love y'all, world. It tastes <laughs> like cheesecake. The, uh, the cookie. Or the paper towel. <laughs> Come on back to the lounge, y'all. Love you, Harry. Love you too, man. It's all at the lounge and we're back. We are back with another wonderful episode and the weekends are the best for really recording. There's a vibe and it feels like I'm working and I like it. It is work. Um, but with that said, we're back and so I want to thank you once again for sharing your COVID journey. And if you're joining us, Harry was just discussing about his COVID journey and if you were joining us from the beginning of the episode, then you realize there's no fucking structure to this episode at all. It's just hitting record and seeing what happens at this point. So with that said, a big, big shout out. I do not own the rights to the Red Hot Chili Peppers music. They do. But I love the adventures of Rain Dance Maggie. Um, we have that in common, the Peppers. Very true. Would love Bass to see lines, Cali. Uh, his father took him to get his virginity taken from a hooker when he was like 12 or 13. Wow. Yeah, or maybe even 11. I remember watching that on VH1 Behind the Music years ago. I love the Peppers. Porcelain and Other Side are my favorite songs. Porcelain is magic. Beautiful. Do you magic. know what Porcelain's about? No. Porcelain by the Red Hot Chili Peppers is about him going to visit a relative in a rehab center and watching this beautiful girl who's a drug addict that looked like shit. But, she, but you can tell she's beautiful. And he's talking about her decay and her... You know, wow, yeah. I, never, I never researched, never, I just, it's a beautiful song, so I just, I wonder what I felt when I first heard I wonder if I, what vibes I was thinking. Mm. And when we think about porcelain, there's another type of porcelain, other than what your toilet's made of, is this one. Moby? Moby. You like Moby. Love Moby. You love Moby and Beck, I think, right? Mm -hmm. Love them. This song is pretty Ricky's favorite song of all time. He will tell you that. Unless it's changed in the last six years, but he will tell you that. This is his favorite song of all time. Wow. Rick loves this song. One of my favorites of all time, too. There's an ambience, there's a feeling, there's this, like... I get that. Have you ever seen The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, so you know the scene. They're like in a lagoon. Mm. Yeah, this is amazing. Yeah. So, speaking of favorite songs of all time, so many, definitely so many, but the one that I go to, the one that you said, that I thought of when you said that, it's just a nostalgic thing for me, but uh, Slick Rick, A Chosen Story. Sure. That's my favorite song of all time. It just in a, like me and my dad. It's the first rap song I ever heard. The first rap song I ever rapped. The first rap song you know I ever connected. Did to. Did you ever rap? Talk about that. 
Uh, you know, I think before rap? before I was into rap, you know, I was into Michael Jackson a lot. Mm. I love Michael Jackson, and I really liked. Uh, oddly enough, I was really into Carlos Santana. Sure, really absolutely. into Carlos Santana. Uh, and uh, Fuck you that. know, so before I got into rap, it was those two, and I was, you know, this is I'm talking about being five, six, seven years old. And then when I was, I remember before we moved over here, I was nine years old before I moved to Springfield. Pop. And he always played this. There's like, there's two songs, two hip hop songs that are my number two of all time that I can rap back to back. My first two songs I ever rap. Slick Rick, A Children's Story and Ice Cube, It Was a Good Day. Mm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like those two songs just define my childhood, you know? So are there other songs that I listen to more? Yeah, that probably I appreciate more. Yeah, probably. But those two songs are, are the ones for me. Mm. I think of this, I think of Dougie Fresh on it, you know what I'm saying? And Dougie Fresh the show and That's what that's called. It's called the show. Yeah. Sample the you know the sample that that's from? You can figure it out. Inspector Gadget. Yes. Inspector Gadget. I think about that. I think about Brooklyn. I remember vaguely Brooklyn. I remember parties in Fifty Cindy's apartment. Okay. I remember wow, a okay. little bit of a party we had. I don't know how old I was, but I think there's pictures of it. I think I, I might even have pictures of it actually. So, um. I remember dancing. I remember the music. I remember what my cousin Alexa, Peggy, and Pito were wearing. But I also remember... Um, oh, God, I remember so much. Anyways, yeah, just to go back to this era. And just like even on Plainfield Street, 87, 88, mm, just listening to stuff like this. And like being a kid and loving the song, but hating that part. Because it was so creepy. You were like, wait a minute, I don't, like, I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> Reminded me of the Mario level when at the oh, dungeon. Yeah. In the dungeon. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you're like, wait, this doesn't feel comfortable. Right. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of it, nah, classic. You would think it's a Sade song, and those are probably oh. I listen to Sade way more than I listen to this. And but. doing the butt. Doing the butt. Uh, Spike Lee did that. Doing the butt. Totally. And you also think about this song too. At least I do. Uncle Luke. Two left group. Yes. Let's encompass the whole group. Now, this is a different era. This is 1991, 92, 93. You know what I'm saying? This is Pop That Pussy. Pop That Pussy. Bro. Any party I DJ. I play this. Love this. Oh, yes. And, oh, yes. and uh, when I dip, you dip, we dip. Oh, that right? makes people go crazy. Right? Now, I don't know how we got to Uncle Luke and Two Life Crew from all that. I don't need, we're hip hop heads, brother. But you know what it is? It's a. Sh- yeah, you're right. I'm going to leave it at that because don't think I can say whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it alone. You got that. But I want to know, Harry, 
Harry. Talk to me. Oh. Where were you? Wait a minute. Play that shit. Oh, it's coming. Where were you when this came out? 1993. Let's go. Because totally you know you Cali. Snoop Eastwood. Ooh. That's that Dre. Not Yo, Dre. big shout out to Cali. You know what I mean? West Coast. Mm-hmm. Yo, Warren G is just... You know, he's, him and Snoop are cousins, which is crazy when I think about it. And I think Daz is, too. They're all cousins, which is what crazy about to me. I don't think he's a cousin. No. But, you know, he's down, but he ain't, he ain't, they're not related. Like, you know, that's that Long Beach. That's... So I was in San Diego. I was in California. You know what I'm saying? When this came out. Vibing on the beach, I'm sure. Mm, damn, damn it, man. Ooh. Warren G, man. Smooth that underrated. G-funk. Yeah. Underrated, bro. Produced 90% of his beats. Uh, wrote, you know, all his rhymes. Like, put other people on. He is underrated, man. Underrated as a producer and as an MC. And he doesn't... Is he lyrical, miracle? That I, no, not, not at all. But... What versus battle are you trying to see right now? Oh, you talking that shit? Uh... Uh, I would love to see Mace and Cameron. Mace versus Cameron. You know what? I feel you, King. I see you, King. Okay. Yeah, I see that. Because Mace got bars, man. Mace is really underrated. Yeah, I know. He was the first Jay-Z to me. The first one to take rap worldwide and have the impact. You know what I'm saying? He did that before Hove did it, but Hove was right there. He did that or did he do that? Oh, Diddy did that for all his artists. <laughs> Every exactly. artist he dropped, most of them, most of them, most of them, they yeah. became like a mega I mean, star. with all respect to Mace, but <coughs> he made us like Loon, bro. Not that Loon. Is Loon in prison right now? He just got out. He just got out. Yeah. Okay. Look at me knowing my hip hop. Right. Assalamualaikum. He just he converted to Islam too. Wait. <laughs> Isn't he in prison right now? <laughs> Look at me staying up with my artist. Look at me knowing. Remember Black Rob and G Depp? All day, Incredible. man. He All made day. an artist out of artists. All day. Remember Craig Mack was the one before Shine. Biggie. Before Biggie was Craig Mack, right? Shine. Yes, it was. Big uh, Craig Mack was the first artist on Bad Boy to release a single. He had Flavin' and he had a second uh, second single off of that was pretty big too. The B side, I have that record. Um, I have that record. And then Biggie came out with, you know. Ready to die and whatnot, and 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 it took on its own force of its own. Bad boy, that was an incredible era. Bad boy, No Limit Records, uh, Death Row Records. Brooklyn Woo! was doing its thing. Hey, if y'all don't want to go to the the label where the producers dancing all in the video. Okay, talk. Okay, singing in the video. <laughs> they was throwing all that shade, all that shade. But the bottom line is, is that. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, the bottom line is, is that era of rap and hip hop was so was so prolific and so nostalgic. And you know, you had the Wu Tang playing, you had Flip Mode, you had uh, 
ATL, you know, Goody Mob and, and, and all that good stuff, Outcast and whatnot. So it was just an incredible, I mean, everybody was just doing their thing and just really, really just like in their bag musically. And hey, baby, I heard you. I love you. And uh, yes, I did. And uh, I love you. And um, I um, I think that um, hip-hop, especially, like, when you mentioned Mace, I think about that being Diddy's doing a lot because Diddy was a mogul. But it took for moguls for, like, Diddy and Suge and, you know, Master P and people of that from those labels. And now you look at now um, Cash Money and those type of, you know, groups and... Rock Nation and all that, and you see the moguls that came out of that. I don't really know if I have a fucking point to what I'm saying. I just know that. Um, what? Let's take a commercial. <laughs> I'm gonna take a commercial break only for the simple fact that I lost my train of thought. Bye. I liked it a lot. Actually. Bro. Oh, you want to take... Oh, okay, you going here. Yeah, we're, I want to take it to Staten Island real quick. Because now that we're back, I feel like... We're four days away from the new year. And what a year this has been. Beautiful song. That's all I can do. Tang is for the children. Welcome back to Losa's Lounge. For real, y'all, y'all, y'all. Time is running out. So, we're sitting here sipping. We went from sipping champagne to sipping coffee. Espresso. Oh, it's feeling good. Hit the spot. It was up until I just spilled on my favorite t-shirt. That's okay. Los got out. Hole in his lip, but I have another hole that Ramon okay. likes to lick and stick and pick at and play with. Yeah, it's tight. It's tight. It's tight and it's smooth. And it's the door hole, man. When he comes in, he opens the door to the apartment. Stop being nasty, yo. Come on, man. Get your mind out the gutter, you nasty bitch. You're like, what the fuck, yo? All that gay shit. I love it. I hey, y'all. It. It's been good. It's been sweet. <laughs> Uh, y'all enjoy the rest of the show? <laughs> no, but really, um, since we're on the topic of holes, donut holes, M- munchkins. Do you like a good munchkin or a donut? I prefer the donut, but because uh, munchkins only come in three flavor, and I don't eat any of those donuts. And that's kind of fucked up. Blueberry ain't bad though. That's newer though. That's newer. They, they just started a little bit of melted butter over it. Oh, so you trying to get that cholesterol and diabetes popping, right? Like anything that gets closer to a heart attack. Okay, that's uh-huh. you. Yes. Artery filled. Life insurance policy intact. Paid. Okay. <laughs> It'd be the best. I get it. No, I get it. Party though. of the year. Um. <laughs> I, I had a friend I used to worry about because he used to put no, melted butter on. I don't want to manifest an early death over that or any heart related issues. But I, I had a friend I used to worry about that would eat. He'd put melted butter on a toasted pop tart. You know what I mean? Like, How much butter? He 
you heat up some butter and like, rub it over the, he'd rub bit it over on that. You just need a little bit on that. I can see why. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary. On the bottom <laughs> part, yeah, because it you like a nice buttery flavor. It adds a little kick to it. It adds a little flavor. So I, if he's slabbing butter, I'm not going to slab. I don't want to slab. But if he wants to do a nice like spread, flip it on the bottom and let it melt underneath while it's cooked. Because you want a toast to pop up. Wait, no, wait a minute. He's onto something. Hold on. No, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. He's onto something. Well, I'm disparaging him. So. <laughs> He's onto something. If he, if he put the pop tart in the pop in the toaster, and then he has like spread a little bit of butter on the bottom of the plate, and you sit the pop tart so it starts melting underneath it subconsciously, and physically, really. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> It's good, I, I guess. It's like throwing a little bit of sugar on Frosted Flakes when it already has sugar. Which is always, I also thought was crazy even though I did that one. Well, that you one know, on the road to uh, diabetes. Yeah. Who, who didn't do that as a kid? Like, you know who doesn't I mean? do that now? A little I mean, bit of I sugar over the Lucky Charms? Yes. Oh, more sugar on top of the Lucky Charms? The marshmallow wasn't sweet enough? You know, when we come back to the lounge, I want to talk about what we can do to better our health. Hospital. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Nearest hospital. <laughs> but it was with the H. Yeah. Hospital and yeah. health. And, and you see what you did with that? Meld. It's just like one big... Come on back to the lounge, everybody. Back at the lounge, and we are winding and grooving and moving. Winding and grooving and, and moving. We all have a walk of life. That sounds like a great title for a podcast. Walk of Life Podcast. Walk of life. The Walk of Life Podcast. Yeah. Somebody take that and run with it. We're giving out, we're sprinkling ideas <laughs> for y'all. Yeah, if you, need a, if you need any ideas for um, podcast uh, titles. Can you guess who this is singing? It's vibey, right? It's funky. <laughs> My man got the guns out. <laughs> I wish we had a video show to this. We're coming soon on the YouTube, trust. Holla. Spice Girls. Right? That's a Spice Girls song? This is Spice Girls singing. Right? I just blew yo, I wish I could you record his reaction. You blew me away. His reaction was priceless. It's like, I don't know if nah, you're in no shame. Homo. Yeah, nah, nah. You wanna go home now? Yeah, nah. Nah, don't go home. Accept it. No homo. No homo. <laughs> and go home. Yeah. Who, who, uh, who made the beat, you know? Who produced this? I don't know, but I could Google it, but it don't even matter. Yeah. 1997. I saw them do this live when I was when I went to their concert when I was a kid. 
Yeah, well, Rihanna would kill shit like this. Huh? Rihanna would kill shit like this. Yeah! Speaking of Rihanna, what up, Rihanna Navy? We spoke about uh, seeing them live because I saw their 99 tour, 98 tour. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, that was it, the 98 tour. Yeah. They did this song. That's that I saw. Oh, yes. The Spice World tour. I'm trying to get with that girl, Mary. Shout out to Mary. San Diego, Imperial Beach, Oneonta. Elementary school. Right. What's Mary up to these days? She's like a little influencer on uh, the gram, and she's a model. Yeah. Rose is still there. You know what I'm saying? We give her a civilized crap. Crap. Uh, crap. <laughs> Sorry, Mary. <laughs> Mary, Mary. Uh, 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 uh. Yo, Harry. Yo. Let's play a game. Let's play it. You ready? Go. Give me a year between 1988 to 2008. 93. 93. And when we come back on the lounge, speaking of games, Harry, it's time to play. You know what time it is, right? Oh, I know. Gary, what's it? Gary. I got wow. bless him. Gary, if you're listening, I love you. Gary Freeman. My brother. Mm. Yes. Yes. It's time to play Gary, Harry, it sounds like Larry. I'll let it go. Thank you. Can't wait for you to meet him. Love you, Gary, if you're listening. It's time to play. <laughs> Word association. I knew it. LOS. Love of self. Do you love yourself, Harry? Big loves. Yes, I do. Do you love me? Uh, right? Yeah, I understand. It's it. one of those. I get it. It's one of those. Yo, peace and love to Marshall Mathers. All rights and reserve to Marshall Mathers. I do not own any of the music. Don't sue me. I ain't got shit. I'm the just, LP. The LLP. The LP. I was infinite. He said to grab the mic and don't quit it. He said, yo, here's my girl. Hit it. And so I took her and split it. I left it. Bewildered it. And snatched it. Sequestered it. And slayed it. Prevented it. She got pregnant, but it wasn't my kid. And when I rap real straight, and straight out the gate, meet your fate. Meet it. And when I'm rapping with Hill, brother, brother, bruh, 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 the chill. <laughs> when I'm rocking with Norma, or Papa Hill, or Gabby, it's a stormer. Cause we a combination of weathers, but we fit together. Any day, any, any, what rhymes with together? Forever. Forever, Forever. and feather. The feathers off my back, yeah, you can call me a duck. I really like to stick my dick in the butt. I really like to stroke it one time and fuck until I really bust the butt, bust this nut. And Harry's looking like he just got that stuck. He's disgusted in my lyrics, what the fuck? But it's okay, you can rap about pussy, but I can't rap about dick, we'll see. You're gonna have to sit there and deal with it. Double standard, I don't know, but yo, I'm a commander. I'm the chief, I'm the motherfucking president. You just a motherfucking, a client, a resident. A resident. 
Dead presidents, dead residents. <laughs> I love you, bro. Yo, uh, yo, um. Best thing about 2020 for you? Getting a house. Second best thing? Surviving COVID. Sexiest thing about Victoria? Her face. Second sexiest thing about Victoria? Her brain. When Victoria walks through the door, I feel... Elated. When I'm elated, I equate it with... Love. Love is... Eternal. Eternity should be... Forever. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, we're going to get into our word, one word association game. Uh, this was just a little, you know, infinite and beyond. Even though I didn't spit, what up? Yo. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yo, y'all had to see his and it face. Was my it idea. was your idea, and you were so passionate. I wish we had a camera because you were so serious. Well, that's what you did. You, you I felt like you G checked me, so I felt like I had to come over here and eight mile you. <laughs> I hope you sharp on your way home. Oh, but I'm here, home. Leave me alone. The next time you leave, you need a diaper. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> Yo, come on back. We're gonna end this with a one beautiful one-word association. It's all at the lounge. You already know. Guess who's back? Welcome uh, back to the lounge. Dean, grab it. Take uh, it. That kind of sounded a little off. I'm going to pause it. And guess what, girl? Them draws is coming down like a waterfall. And I ain't talking TLC. You know me. Uh, it's Dean. The way that I go. Shit, the way that I flow. I'm down the river in a canoe with no oars. We going wild in the rafts with no whores. Until I turn 21, got a little six pack, got a couple muscles. And you know I did that to your best girl, to your favorite bitch. I did it to your ex, and yes, she is a witch, and I'm tired of her. I kicked her out. I told the bitch, beat it like Mike and no gout is what I'm not feeling. She smelly, she nasty. She only loved me because I was flashy. I had all the jewels. Uh, I had all the rules broken. She coming home with her hair smelling like marijuana. Yeah, she's talking, she's taking, is what I meant to say. You know how I do it. You know I press play. Kind of like Diddy in 2008. Or was it 2010? Whatever, man, you do it again. Yo. No. It's the D-R-E. It's Los with D me. It's San Diego. It's me smoking fuego or spitting fuego. Diego had me calling up on his name when he slid the dick all up in the brain. I spit fire, can't get no higher. Carry vocals like Mariah. Who said that? Who said that? Pull your hip, your card, and I said, Who said that? 
And if you don't know who said it, neither do I. Cause I've been drinking all night. I've been drinking all day. It's Christmas weekend and I came to play. My mom is fighting and we are fighting. And you fighting, now we exciting, igniting. And I'm trying to get hyping. I'm drinking the Boostella and I'm writing. Writing bars for days. You listening to Mr. K. Mr. K got a swag and a sway. Mr. K, he don't come here to play. Mr. K, he will make you feel like decay. Decay? Rotten is what your soul truly is. Mr. K, come and give you the biz. I don't think that you can handle this. Okay. Okay? Okay. Harry, you know the name of the game and you know the rules. Word association. I was trying to give you some life, but okay. Transition. Challenging. Family. Hills. Textures. Rugged. Femininity. Flower. Simplicity. Universal. Spirituality. Umi. Ventilation. Nature. Apex. Apex. Great word. Twins. Apex twins. Rock alternative grungy band. I'll take it. 90s. I'll take it. They inspired the Madonna um, Frozen video. Okay. Yeah, their music video. Like, the director from that video did Frozen. Okay, got it. Chris Cunningham. Inspiration. Inspiration... I got one more for you, too. Oxygen. Oxygen? Yeah. You ready? Last one? For sure. Axis. Axis. Axis like A-X-I-S or Axis. So you're on a very geometrical questioning um, platform today. It's all about the formulas, feel me? <clears throat> no, for sure. Totally. Paths. Thank you. That's six. Victoria's Secret. Panties. Panties. Lust. Lust. 
Fuck. Fuck. Slut. Slut. Thingy. Yuck. <laughs> and I think that's a fun way to end it. Hilariously said, and I will be editing this along the way as well, too. Uh, before we end this episode, I want to say, Dini, thank you so much for stopping by at the lounge. Special guest. I'm not hitting no buttons. I am your audience. Had a great time. Glad to be here, as always. How are you feel right now? Oh, I'm feeling high in a kite. Okay. Well, um, we are going to let everyone go now. <laughs> please, everybody, please remember to stay safe. Please practice universal precautions. Please wear your mask. Please practice self-love and self-care. Please call somebody and tell them that you love them. Please call your mom and tell her that you love her. Because moms, especially exceptional mothers, an example for what we have, are the closest thing to God. So, with that said, don't forget to share, subscribe, support, stream, reach out to me. And we will be back at the lounge on another episode. This might be the last one for the year. I'm not too sure. I've been thinking about it. Do I want to make this one the last one for the year? Or do I have another one in me? I'm going to bet, bet my last dollar you got a couple more. <clears throat> how, many, how many of those last dollars do you really have, though? Like, what, when I take all those last dollars, what, what does it um, add up to? Where's my, where's my, where's my cues? Three. Three dollars? Yes. No, I'm going to bet you, though, for real. I got that. I feel good. And on that note, good night. I should have used mother as one of the words. And fucker?